longer to experience here in the po- Wait, we don't do it for this episode. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to. See what I did? Yeah. We, um, it's the Waterfalls episode. We're chasing Waterfalls this episode. We've beaten the game. We, we beat Pokemon Black and White 2, Josh. Mostly. I mean, I did beat the Elite Four again, but I kind of skipped around. Oh, I meant prior to this week. Oh, yeah. We're prior done. to this week, we had beaten the game, and we became the champions of the Unova region, and then we woke up, Josh, mm-hmm. with in a cold sweat in our beds, and we're back home. But first... Still in Unova. We can never get out of this region, man. Hello and welcome to Experience Shirts, Pokemon podcast starring me, Heatan. Heatran. AKA Tanner Greenring, and I am joined, as always, by my co host, Haxarosh. Haxarosh. AKA Joshua. I really like it. Felstead. I think I've used both before. But you know, that's not the point. It's it's about finding a Pokemon in the leg we just did that that I can Pokemonify our names with. It sounds good. Anyway, it was all just a dream, just like the end of Mario 2. You ever played, you ever beaten Super Mario 2? No. It's all a dream. I couldn't have video game consoles back then. My parents wouldn't let me. Wow, dork. Nerd alert. What'd you do, read books? Yeah, and that's how I got into dragons and, and that kind of shit. <laughs> Your parents like, you can't have Nintendos, but here's a thousand pewter dragons. I was only able to get a Game Boy, which is how I got into Pokemon, because it was a loophole of like, my grandparents gave it to me, and my parents were like, well, he could still like do the family stuff, like he's still hanging out, like he's yeah. not being absorbed into the television, and it's not You can violent. do math on that. It's it was like a on. non-violence thing. They were part of that originally. Um, I broke them eventually, of course. But originally it was like, you can't do no guns, no oh, yeah, no first-person teach. shooters, which I'm still bad at as a result of that, because I, I never grew up playing them, other than GoldenEye N64, obviously. Um, I had a Nintendo when I was a kid. I'm older than you uh, by about five years. And I grew up with an NES and then never had a console again until I went to college and got an Xbox. That is a wild leap. Um, well, I had I had handhelds. I had, I had Game Boys. But um, you must have been familiar with the other consoles in between from like, oh, friends sure, sure, having sure. them. Okay. But friends would have them. Cousin, I would spend all summer break at my cousin Justin's house, and we would just sit and play PlayStation and PlayStation Two and PlayStation Three like nonstop. So okay, yeah. I so I also missed out on a lot of gaming know-how and gaming skill building. You know, I feel like right. I am also bad at games. I've been playing Elden Ring. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh boy, and I know Don't Elden drag Ring me is... into this with the also. I'm not saying I'm bad at games. I mean, I'm yeah. <laughs> I'm bad at Elden Ring. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at I'm bad at games that require like quick thinking and like quick reaction speeds. You know, like first person shooters and action games and hack and slash games. Yeah, I'm much better at like awful at slow methodical like strategy games. Sure. I mean, that's my preference, but I'm good at real-time strategy. I mean, I'm, I'm good at strategy as a genre, but then uh, I'm pretty good at any of RPGs other oh, yeah. than Elden Ring has thrown me for a loop because I've never so played any like, Souls type. And then I haven't gotten a chunk of time. I will this weekend, but I haven't gotten a chunk of time where I can just sink like six hours into it and like really... Figure it out. I looked up a, a guide the other day because I was like, I just need some runes. I need runes. I need to level up because I'm so bad. 
Yeah. And I read this guide that was like, you just have to go to this place, and there's a big dragon that you can whack with a sword, and it won't fight Mm-mm. back, and you can cheese it, and you can get th- like a hundred thousand ge- uh, runes. And I was like, perfect, I'll Can't do that. Say- and I started walking towards the dragon, and I couldn't even get like a quarter of the way to the dragon walking without something killing me. And there so. are also, I read about that, but there are also a bunch of theories that are saying that, well, if you kill the dragon, we don't know what the implications are for the overall world, so it's probably not worth it. I'm sure someone has, has beaten you make the game far 100% enough. at the game by now. It's been out for like three weeks. Oh, maybe I just don't like slaughtering a... A slumbering, beautiful, giant <sighs> creature that's not doing anything to me. It fits with your just MO, for some with your pewter dragon. Fast collection. cash. Yeah, I am a dragon apologist. One game that you and I are very good at is Pokemon. Yes, Black we are in the end two. game of Pokemon Black and White Two, which has uh, a lot of dragons in it. Woken up in a cold sweat in our bedrooms, we walk downstairs and we're like, "Jesus, was it all a dream?" Just like Mario Two. And our mom says, oh, hello, champion. You've done it. You've, you're the champion of the Unova region. Congratulations. And that's cool. That's pretty good. And then Professor Juniper comes by. Cedric Juniper. Daddy Juniper. Yeah. And gives you the old national deck. So now we got to go out and do some hunting, don't we, Josh? So I was wrong, by the way, obviously. Cedric is alive. I thought he was uh, dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were speculating that he might be dead. Um, but he's alive. He's well. He's doing well. He's healthy. Yeah, look good. You also uh, run into Hugh and baby Hugh, his little sister, mm-hmm. uh, Bad Josh, and Mr. Wrong. And they tell you that Zororark has been calling them in their dreams. Yeah. And he's waiting for us at Victory Road. So now we've got a target, right? Yeah. Now we know where we're going. we got a quest. We'll go straight to Victory Road. Yeah. Um, and then there's outbreaks, too, now. Mass outbreaks. Yeah, that they're, uh, did not happen to me. I didn't read all called? the little, like, you have to read, like, the billboards, the uh, announcements. Yeah, 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 in the, like, in the gate buildings between routes. Yeah, I, I didn't care. I never saw one. I, I, like, you know, read about them, but I, I was never attacked by a horde, so. Great mechanic, Pokemon. It was really fun being attacked by a horde. Usually, in my daily life, I try to avoid summoning or being attacked by a horde. I, yeah. It's not really something I'm interested in. I wouldn't mind being attacked by a horde of kisses. Am I right? <laughs> you are. Flockacy Town, Joshua. Mm-hmm. Alder's been talking shit about us, is what I heard. Yeah, and he's his like, oh, the champion. Of a grandson, is, yeah, too. God, it's not his grandson, is it? Yeah. I it was, oh, how old is Alder? <laughs> oh, he's older. That Alder's older than us. He's looking good. Let me go to his. I here, I'm gonna it, go to his Bulbapedia page. I think it's just here. hair dye, Tanner. He how's, just how they, he's got a he... good. He's been hitting up my. Uh, he's been hitting up my barber, Barber Janice, in uh, Join Avenue. Okay, two for things. That dye job. First of all, I'm looking at the like official art of him, and when you do see his art, he does read as elderly. Like they've given him like face wrinkles. Yeah, I see that. Second thing, what a looker, huh? Yeah. Once again, I mean. He pretty handsome it. guy, and he's got these like, like his forearms are like jackhammers. Look at how many balls he has too. 
<laughs> yeah, he's got tons of balls. I actually did read that part of the lore with him is he can't be bothered, which I guess this goes again in the column of that he's old. He is pretty ratty. He can't be bothered to use a PC, so he doesn't abide by the rule that you can only have six Pokemon. He just keeps all of his Pokemon on his person all the time. Oh, that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, I thought that was pretty clever of them. To, uh, so yeah, to he's back at the... Um, the uh, gym where you took on Charon, I think, originally. Yeah, I think that's right. And he's up for a battle, and it, it, he catches you off guard a little bit because all of his Pokemon are level 60. And keep in mind, we've just, except for Volcarona, who's level 62. Keep in mind, we just woke up from the Elite Four. Like, we're not expecting a tough battle, you know? But he, he gives us one, um, except it wasn't really all that time. No, I don't even remember it. It was so long ago. It's all pretty, like... Basic Pokemon, I guess. But then, yeah, once you once you've defeated him, well, three of them are bugs, and like so, automatically, if you just have a fire Pokemon or like ground, you can deal with this very yeah. easily. Yeah, it's not too tough. Um, but then once he beats or once you beat him, his grandson Benga. <laughs> yeah, the Benga boys are coming Good. into the gym to talk to us, uh, and he <laughs> says. Grandpa, Grandpa, I just beat the Black Tower. Uh, or White Tree Hollow. Or White Tree Hollow, yep. And Alder says, oh, you don't know about the Black Tower? Well, it's in the city called Black City. You should go check it out sometime. So now we have two missions, two objectives. Pile we got to go find Zoroark, and we got to go find, we got to go beat the Black Tower, or the White Oak, whatever. <laughs> Tree Hollow. Yeah. So now we're just kind of on a, a tour of the Unova region. The the Bulba, we I think we both probably just followed the Bulbapedia guide, which just sort of takes you in a big circle around the whole place. Yes, because we'll remind you, Buttcatchers, we suspended King's Lock because we oh, were like, yes. there's just no chance we can do this. And No, we actually, barely did it anyway. <laughs> barely. I certainly did not pull it off in two episodes much less one it would have been a whole other like <laughs> second part third part of this season lord knows yeah. so yeah. we suspended it uh we'll do some reflections i guess at the end of this whole episode but yeah um, we'll do some reflections we were just meandering about and for example like if you're abiding by the bulbapedia walkthrough the next thing you're supposed to do is go to the cave of being which yes. is off route 20 and i didn't i don't care oh i did oh, you care I did. about these weird cats Yes, because I came into this episode with a strategy okay. uh, that I've already revealed to you and that I will reveal to the bug catchers when yeah. we battle later. It became apparent to me. But anyway, I wanted to go meet Mespirit, Azelf, and Uxi, and I did go meet them. And then they all flew away from me to go hide in different parts of the Unova region for me to go find them and catch them. Fine. I also took on Game Freak. Very difficult this time. A lot yeah, more difficult than last here. time. Everyone, all of their levels, Morimoto and uh, and Nishino, yeah, are in the seventies, seventy six. Morimoto's are all seventy six. Or and their and, their finisher Zeb Stryka and Snorlax are seventy eight. Brutal and like I thought I was just gonna die. None of my Pokemon currently are are that high. <laughs> to be honest, I just kept having to revive things. Me too. It was really difficult. We got a couple of max revives from. Uh, our mom or maybe Cedric, somebody in um, Aspersia. So that came in handy because I had to use those in order to pull this off. Yeah, yeah. Um, blowing past the rest of Castilia, blowing uh, uh, past uh, the rest of uh, Nimbasa. Uh, 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 no, 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 not so okay. fast. Okay. While we're in Castilia, I have something to talk about in Game Freak, actually. 
Okay. Have we discussed Licky Licky at length yet? Because that oh is Joshi's You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Nishino has it. I don't think we have. I Certainly I, not in this gen where it's like bouncing around. It's literally licking you with its giant tongue that gets yeah. bigger as it comes out to lick you on the screen. Licky Licky is so gross. The name. It, I mean, the name. It looks like a, a <laughs> Chansey and a Licky Tongue have like made love and Thanks. made like a, a little round baby. Horrifying love child. And it's yeah, a, I think this is maybe uh, one of the gro- grossest ones in the game. I was sort of expecting we were going to be linked up on this one, but I had to make sure it would get called out because this this Pokemon cannot Awful. stand. I'm just looking at it now. And like, it uh, doesn't have the charm of the Licky Tongue. You know, Licky yeah, Tongue like, looks Licky like a tongue little lizard. kind of grown on me. And it's got like the big, like wet tongue, you know? Yeah. Uh, but Licky, Licky... Just it like its tongue is just sort of sticking out of its mouth, you know. There's nothing to me that says like this is going to be an experience, you know. It just looks like a pervert. He just looks like a pervert. I agree. He's got a little disgusting grin on his like ugh. a yeah, you're right. like ascot that's part of its skin or something. I mean, and, yeah. and I also just as I was saying, it's a rare experience where the name of the Pokemon is also grotesque. Just bad. Yeah. What's it called in Japan? Let's look. That's a good good question. Um, uh, it's bar- called Barrow Belt. Barrow Belt. Huh. <laughs> Surely not saying that right. I wonder what that means. Spanish, it is Licky Licky. <laughs> and Italian as well. Uh, oh, German. Tanner, help me with this. Yeah. Sh- Schlurpleck? <laughs> Schlurpleck? Oh, uh, Schlurpleck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From Schlurp good. and Lecken. Schlurp. Oh, Schlurp, Schlurp is Licky Tongue in German. <laughs> uh, that's another <laughs> plus in. Licky Tongue's column, though. Schlurp. Not not much else to do in Castilia Town, and really not much to do in Nimbasa either. You can go and, like, the, there's more guys at the sports arenas, and, like, the battle arena is harder, but, like, none of that stuff's very exciting. Oh, it did trigger me again, though. First of all, I think I'd spent too much time at Nimbasa City. I was trying to log in every day and then go and fight all the trainers, and now there's, like, 12, you know? So yeah. I got pretty decent levels, but then I was like, oh, wait, I didn't do all of these extra things I probably could have done because I was worried about just trying to get to a high enough level to beat the Elite Four. But one of the things I also saw that I will highlight that I've highlighted before in Nimbasa City is that one of the trainers has Leafeon, who is oh, yeah. Joshi's sweetie. Wow. Because I know... You're getting them out early. So many people think Leafeon is the grossest one, and I think it's elegant. Huh. Elegant. Good question, Josh. Thank you for asking. Do I think Leafeon is the grossest one? Of the EV evolutions. Of the EV evolutions. You haven't <laughs> seen all of them yet. I'm, th- I'm talking about the ones I have seen so far. I think it is. If, if not really? Leafeon, Vaporeon. Yeah. I mean, I just think, I think Umbreon is the least interesting. I don't really Umbreon's think any like, of them are, like, ugly. Umbreon's kind of cool. It looks like, a, it's like got it's the little, so like, obvious. racing stripes on it. It's so obvious. Oh, other- so obvious. Leafeon is just Eevee with leaves on it, Josh. <laughs> but, okay, uh, and I'll, I'll, this is a hill I'll die on. 
the beta version sprite design was better, where it had like roots that would come out of its. Oh feet. no, that was even worse. God, no, that one was like cool. that's creepy. It looked like swamp uh, thing. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's not about. It's not it's... always about like being some slick little like whatever. It is for me, it is for me, and that's why Espeon. you're the one who handles the sweeties. Yeah, and anyway, it's my sweetie, and I don't care if you like it. I do, and it's Josh's hey, sweetie. Hey, you brought it. up. You asked me. I'll remind you. Fine. <laughs> Let's just move on. I think Vaporeon is worse. I don't like the little collar that Vaporeon has. Well, I think also when you think about Vaporeon, think about touching it. It's slimy. Yeah, I would how hate slimy that. It, would it is. Feel like a little fish. Yeah, yucky. it's flopping around. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. Did you Did you try the new World t- Pokemon World Tournament? I did, and. I failed miserably. I did it yeah, right it seemed, after it the It seemed really form. hard. <laughs> uh, I would, I guess, I mean, now I would like to try it again because now that we're free from King's Lock, I've like totally changed a number of my Pokemon's movesets with TMs and shit. Yeah. But coming out of it, like I made it, I think I only beat one of them, which is that, po- sorry. Yeah, you explain it. Go ahead. Pokemaniac Chris told us this would happen, but there's a new sort of like tournament of champions at the Pokemon World Tournament where... You enter a tournament with all of the Unova gym leaders, um, and then once you beat all of them, you unlock like the Kanto and the Sinnoh and all the other Jodo, yeah. r- regions. They all um, come out, and they're which way I harder hope to do. But uh, I never made it past. I got defeated by Skyla the first round, and then wow. Marlin the second, and I'm embarrassed about both of those. Wow, <laughs> I didn't even try. I just looked. It looked too intimidating, so I didn't do it. Plus, I had something to go catch, Josh. What was that? I had an agenda. Buried deep beneath clay tunnel. Oh yeah. Uh, in Driftvale City, there's a there's a little mine at the, the top of the town that was closed, uh, but now it's open, and it turns out that they're trying to tunnel between Driftvale City, Mistralton Cave, and Twist Mountain. Um, yes. And you have to go in and help them with a Pokemon that has uh, Rock Smash. But deep beneath the clay tunnel is the underground ruins, and within the underground ruins is. Um, Either Regirock, Registeel, or Reggie Ice, depending on what game you're playing and what time of day it is. Right. And I had my eyes set on Regirock. You were gunning for Regirock specifically. Well, I would have taken Registeel or Regirock. I was ge- I was going for whichever one they were going to give me. Okay. At that time, and it turned out to be Regirock. So That's I went down there I with a, a million Dusk Balls and a million Ultra Balls and whittled him down to just a sliver of health and just kept hucking balls at him and then accidentally killed him. <laughs> so my plans are foiled. I'm sorry. Sorry for uh, loss. My, my grand my scheme that I was going to unveil and deploy on you uh, has crumbled in my hands. So I'll have to figure something else out. I'm waiting with bated breath. I caught Reggie Rock. I don't, for some reason, I didn't read ahead and it's not like I have the moon anymore. Throwback to King's Lock where I, I couldn't look anything yeah, up. I just couldn't be bothered. I just, I th- hucked a master ball at him, and I was like, wh- afterwards, I was like, wait a second. There are so many, so many more legendaries after yeah, this. Yeah, what a waste of a master and ball. And Regirock is the one I certainly care about the least. Yeah. And now I have that fucking thing, and I missed out on pretty much all the other ones, although I, I didn't even make it to some of the others that we'll be talking about. I will say, though, Clay Tunnel. I was into it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's just like a series of underground tunnels. They all connect to different areas of the map, and you get driven around on minecarts by miners, um, and there's a ton of trainers. Uh, I enjoyed it in general. Yeah, I don't get 
what it's what the purpose is supposed to be because like we have fly now we definitely don't need shortcuts between these three places and it's also like the most random three places in the world but whatever i i went and caught my or i went and killed my reggie rock yeah um it, so the thing we didn't haven't talked about this but we were given a key case at one point during the the main game and you're collecting keys and you can use the keys to do things and i don't know what they do but the, when you d- kill the Reggie Rock, it unlocks either the Iron Key or the Iceberg Key, so you can come back and get the other two eventually, Reggie Steel and Reggie Ice. Yeah, and it's based on like what time of day it is, or the yeah, moon's so fucking place in the sky or something. But then you can take those three Pokemon into Twist Mountain, which you have a shortcut to now, and hunt down Reggie Gigas. Who I stumbled across. I found but you can't him. catch him unless you have all three of the other ones, right? Right, but the inert statue is just there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my, my big adventure into Clay Tunnel was a bust. I'm happy to move on. Let's move on. Until is the next big landmark. Um, we show up there, and, and Bad Josh is waiting for us once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, they've, they've gotten rid of any pretense around uh, how you acquire the HMs because... He just walks up to you and says, here's the dive HM, goodbye, uh, and then you fight him. Yeah. And he's hard. He actually was good this time. Yeah, his p- Pokemon are all in the 60s. It's outrageous um, that he is still holding on to an Unfazant and a Simipore, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah. They were pretty good, actually, They're, to be honest. Yeah, they are pretty good. Unfazant yeah. in particular, because it he opens with that, and then it mine used U-turn immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was using... Um, What's Bobby playing? (laughs) Bobby is playing Horizon Forbidden West. Okay, cool. The game that is not getting enough attention because of Elden Ring, and it's also excellent. I think this happened last time a Horizon game came out. It, yeah, literally, and I think it was Breath of the Wild was, yeah, I think was, it was the last yeah. one, and, which is an interesting parallel because, you know, Elden Ring is also as open world as Breath of the Wild and probably inspired by it, etc., but that's not like a unique comment. Bad Josh was difficult, but there's someone else in this town who oh. was essentially impossible, and I didn't beat her, and I whited out about four times before I just gave up. I did not even step foot in there until right <laughs> before I took on the Elite Four, and my Pokemon Did you beat her? Actually, I did beat her. So Cynthia lives in Undela Town too, the former uh, champion of the Sinnoh region. Yes. And all of her Pokemon are level 76, except for one that's level 78. And they're all Garchomp. really good Pokemon, and she's really good at playing them. Yeah. She just annihilated me. Like, I was like, oh, is my, I can't like, is my you game broken? tried at this point. What level are you on? Like 65 at the they most? They were in like the 60s, yeah. No but way. I had just beaten, I had beaten someone else. Who had who we just beaten? The Morimo- the Game Freak guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was well, like feeling chumps. confident, they're but they're chumps. chumps and their Pokemon suck and her Pokemon are all so good. Lucario, Spiritomb, Melodic, Glaceon, Togekiss, and Garchomp. Which Garchomp is the-, is the level 78 one. So yeah, I I had a good matchup for, oh, I'll mention though, you know, I was like 71, 72 by the time I actually fought her. I didn't even bother like you did at this stage. I knew where she lived. I knew her, her little summer home. Yeah. I had a good counter for all of them. Garchomp was, of course, the problem because even at level, you know, 72 or 3 or whatever it was, uh, Flygon couldn't beat that thing in terms of speed. So I think I got like one outrage in on it and then it killed Flygon and then I was like max reviving 
to like i blew through like four of them i think i just i i gave up and never went back to her she's the she remains the champion of this guy i think it's known at this point or established um cynthia's like the best npc in the in the games i I think in general she's best at me there's there's not a single npc or or gym leader who i've or champion who i've faced off against that i haven't eventually beaten um but cynthia will go down in history as cynthia from black 2 will go down in history as the one pokemon leader i couldn't beat that's fair i feel like a chump but i bet if you did it after this you would you would be able to pull oh i'm sure yeah (laughs) yeah We also can now dive down into the Abyssal Ruins, but we won't talk about it too much because it's essentially the exact same as it was in the last game. Oh, um, I didn't bother with that shit. You can like walk in, it does the timer, you can collect gold plates and stuff and sell them, but I have already had some, so much money that I did it once just to see if anything had changed, but nothing had, so. I already had 800,000 before even thinking about going there. Yeah, 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 it's pointless. Route 14. Now we're headed into some new territory, Southeast Unova, which has previously been locked off to us. Yes. But now we can get through. So you can get to the Abundant Shrine, but you have to have uh, one of the genies or something, right? Landorus. Landorus, yeah. No, you need the other ones to get Landorus, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But um, it's it's not interesting, so I just kept going right past it. Into Black City. Or White Forest. Or White Forest. Unlike last time we played these games, when last time when we played Pokemon Black, I don't remember what the gimmick was. I think it was you had to get to White Forest and Black City very quickly. Yeah, the, the quicker you got of there, trainers would would be higher if you and got buildings. there faster. Yeah, right. This time, I think they got rid of that mechanic because Black City was a bustling, thriving metropolis. Fun. Full of trainers, and I had like sixty hours on the game at that point. So it looks cool. I'm looking. I they also changed the they upgraded the graphics in both of them. That they both are more robust. Like yeah, White Forest similarly uh, just has bigger trees. Like it, it's not sparse like it is if you just show up after yeah sixty hours like we did last time. And it's got a little like flea market. Or like a farmer's market, I guess is probably more accurate. They've got little <laughs> oh, yeah, stalls. There's a little, there's a little market, um, yeah. I went With up some to good it. stuff, some good like held items. Yeah, the one in White Forest will have like stones, so you can get... They were offering me a leaf stone, and I think it changes every day. Um, but no, it, you, need to, you need to clear the, the floors of the battle tower, the, the black tower and the tree hollow. Oak, yeah. tree hollow. Yeah. yeah, I like this. This is a big improvement over it. Because you also get experience from the trainers, so it's not yeah. just like BP or whatever. And the more areas that you clear as you like descend in the tree hollow, you descend presumably in Black City or ascending the tower or whatever. But yeah, tree hollow you descend, and the farther down you make it, the more trainers you beat, the more people are up in White Forest. So it's like the total opposite of how it worked in White, and I think it's a lot better. Plus, you get experience. So this, I actually cleared three areas, and I think and you money. need to clear 10 to get to Benga. Yeah, there's 10 total. <laughs> Is Benga yeah, yeah. the the big baddie in The Benga Black boys two? are coming. I don't know. <laughs> I, I only did, like, maybe four or five. No, I, I never made it to him. I just saw uh, on Bulbapedia that it's Benga is the final big baddie. So that's why he wants you to go there. But I think he also has like level fucking 70 something if you make it oh, that yeah. far. Oh yeah, Elder's grandson Benga waits in area 10. 
So you're right. Yeah. Oh, and it if you defeat him, you can go meet him back in Flockacy Town and he'll give you a shiny gibble. Oh, that's cool. Or gibble, whatever you say. Gibble? I think gibble. But in, in any case, that's a great reward. Yeah, there's weirdly like, you know, we are constantly oh, complaining 80. about how we <laughs> never catch and never see any shinies. But there, this is now two shinies in this end game that you can get without like having to go find and catch a shiny. Yeah, there's, there's one more a, as well. A scary black Haxorus yeah. that you can go catch. And I want to talk about that. I don't. I can comment on this now if we want. Yeah, please. All right. So, because I looked into this, because I was just looking up, like I, I, you know, ended up on like some whatever game forum um, about like what's the coolest stuff that you should definitely do in Pokemon Black Two White Two post game. And Nature Preserve is highlighted, but to get to Nature Preserve, which is where the shiny black Haxorus is, uh, you need to have seen every Pokemon in the Unova decks, which I did not make it to. (laughs) Okay. I I never got this offer. I never got the offer either. I just read about it uh, on the Bulbapedia, but it's apparently there. Uh, and you still have to catch it. But again, like, you know, similar to Red Gyarados, this doesn't count. Like, I yeah, still it doesn't seen count. one in the wild as far as I know. And the Gible, the Gible wouldn't count either. So no. don't try to get us with that. Um, I think Black Tower was really fun. It's kind of got like a old school Zelda vibe, sort of. Like, you're going room to room. You're like, you're sort of solving oh, puzzles yeah. because everyone talks. They like tell you things. They're like... Uh, you know, like the the grand champion is over here, or like you have to go this way to get the whatever, because you have to like do little unlocks to to make your way through the the level. Um, and it definitely feels like an old school like Game Boy or or NES or SNES Zelda game at times. Oh yeah, I that's actually a really apt way of putting it because of course with um the White Tree Hollow, it already had oh, yeah. Deku Tree <laughs> vibes, and then. It is like room to room, and then the farther you go, the more trainers there are. And anyway, it's pretty cool. It's fun. Yeah, I liked it. I, I yeah. really actually like this now, and I, I hated it originally. But it was based on the fact that we play these games in a way that doesn't really benefit us to be able to like unlock something based on the how quickly you can make it to whatever place. Oh yeah, no, I'm not. In any so rush. it was never fair. Never fair. Yeah, never fair. Route fifteen is next pretty um mundane route the this is the route that has the poke transfer lab but it's actually also where my tanner sweetie is tanner's sweetie and i've got a barf what's happening you go into the pokemon transfer station Mm-hmm. And they try to teach you about Pokemon transfers, and I'm like, not interested. And then I left and climbed up at the side of a hill, and there was a woman up there, and she says, oh, hello. Welcome to my, oh, she lives in a trailer. She says, welcome to my trailer. If you have a ditto, which I did, because I caught it using the justice card in That's right. Giant Chasm. That's right. I will give you Tanner's sweetie for the week. And I said, okay, let me go get my ditto. So I went and got my ditto, and I gave it to her, and she gave me Tanner's sweetie, Rotom. Oh, your dreams. My dream, Josh. And you know what? I already know where to go, because I've already been there, and I already figured it out. So you better believe the second I had that Rotom in my party, I hopped on my bird, my uh, ducklet, and I flew to (laughs) Route 9, and I went to the the Route 9 store, 
and I went into the little <laughs> utility moment. closet and yeah. I jammed my Rotom into a box of appliances and it's like, which one do you want me to possess? And I said, well, for a while I was doing the lawnmower one because I just thought it was funny. It's funny. Yeah, it's the funniest. But I already have lots of grass types. So eventually I changed it over to the washing machine Rotom. So welcome to the team, Bucky, the washing machine Rotom. Hell yeah. I'm really happy for you, Tanner. I love this thing. It's so much fun. The washing machine version especially is like a really good Pokemon. You will see when we get to the battle and the level check later, my gimmick that I went with for my final team has one exception and it's washing machine Rotom. <laughs> and Bucky, what's the name inspired by? Uh, 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 it, it was traded to me, so that's the name it came with. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, It sounds like a brand of washing machine, you know? Yeah. Bucky, those are reliable. For, for sparkling white whites, <laughs> use Bucky. Yeah. What about you? You didn't trade a ditto for the Rotom? No, I didn't have a ditto. I never had the opportunity that I could have caught one. Oh, that's right. Because I was still abiding by, you know, King's Lock at the time. And um, I did catch a few Pokemon in the next area I went, which was N's Castle. But I don't know if you did anything. Um, I, I trekked across that. the Marvelous Bridge. Oh, I did do that. Yeah. And halfway across the bridge, I got a little message that said, the Lunar Wing in your inventory is like making sounds. Do you want to hold it in the sky? And I said, sure. I said, and no. then Chris, did you? Yeah, I said, no. <laughs> Well, Cresselia came <laughs> crashing down out of the sky, and you have the opportunity to to catch her um, if you want her, but it sounds like you didn't want her. No, I, I said no, and then I ran back and saved and got some more Ultra Balls, and then I went back and I said yes, and then I have two comments, Yeah, which is when Cresselia finally swoops down, this very yeah. elegant Mon that in Pokemon Ranger was... A pretty good size. It was yeah, like yeah. four squares or something. It's a square. Like it's it looks tiny. like the same size as us. Yeah. And it just sits down right next to you and then you can battle it. And I did try to catch it, but uh, killed it. <laughs> well, I have two comments too. The yeah. first is Cresselia is my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Uh, wh uh, 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 what? It's just, it's like, it's got the Absol problem. It's just ugly. Like, it's just a bunch of random sh It looks like a crumpled up, like, piece Jeez. of paper. It's like somebody made an origami duck, and then they, like, couldn't pull it off, and they just started <laughs> crumpling it up. Like, I hate it's this. just like, the. it I doesn't look origami. bad in its official art, but the sprite in this game, it's just like a jumble of shit. Like, you don't know what you're looking at. There's just little things hanging off of it. I think it's an ugly, ugly Pokemon. I don't. And what's it supposed to be? It looks like, like it looks it. like a like a like it's just got like a little bean body. It's a bunch of like moons. I mean, lunar wing. I know, but I think it's, it's a bunch really, of lunas. I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb. I I agree with that. I don't think it's ugly. Like there's so many uglier Pokemon. It's supposed to be this beautiful like, like legendary Pokemon, and it just looks like trash. I don't love it. Definitely not. So it's my you make me barf Pokemon in the week. I said I had two things. Okay. You Go make on. me barf Pokemon of the week was my first one. Second one, after this break. Ah, wow, you really respecte. Josh. Yes. What's that sound? You hear that? No. It's like a uh, howling on the wind. Something uh, 
primal stirs inside of me, I hear the sound of Zororark calling for us from oh, high atop Victory Road. Yeah. And I must go. I must go. So I fly to Victory Road, and I walk down the side of the hill. And who is that waiting for me? Zororark. 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 I like that we've been saying that name for how many episodes now? And it still sounds like we're both drunk. Zorro Every time we say it. Zorro. I- Zorro-ark. <laughs> Zorro-ark. Zorro-ark. <laughs> uh, you chase Zorro-ark yeah. into, into the, the mountain that makes up Victory Road. And he takes you on this little wild goose chase through all the twists and turns and all the dark hidden passages. And eventually you, you find yourself walking down a grand staircase into the crumbling ruins of End's Castle from yes. the end of Pokemon Black and White. It's crumbled all the way back into the underground. And guess somehow. who's still living there? Like some kind of pathetic hermit. Is it N? N. <laughs> yeah. Still obsessed with his very creepy childhood bedroom. Yep. Yeah, he, th- there was such confusing messages, and I'm, you know, maybe it's a translation thing or what, but like he's like, I'm gonna come with you to the very deepest, darkest parts of this castle where my chambers are, and we're gonna like f- find Zekrom slash Reshiram, yeah. and then you go up one set of stairs, and you're there. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, well, it's... okay, that didn't take long, and also we went upstairs, not down. It wasn't very well, well hidden. I think his brain was sort of frozen at like the traumatic childhood he had because he you walk into his bedroom which i think is optional but i did it uh and he's like yeah this is where like after i was adopted by getsis after i was found in the woods being raised by pokemon this is where he put me and he told me that all these toys were my my parents or he wasn't that but you know it's (laughs) fucked up yeah. And now the bedroom is like, it already was creepy in black and white, but now it's underground, it's dark, the basketball hoops knocked over, all the train <laughs> sets are messed up. It's yeah. eerie. The music's eerie. Uh, I did like it as like a set piece, again, in a different way, but it is like um, sort of a, a joke setup. Like, yeah. you just, you wander up like a stairway, and then it's the final And then it's the final scene. He challenges you to a battle. He either has Zekrom if you're playing Black 2 or Reshiram if you're playing White 2. And that's it. He has that one Pokemon. It's level 70, so it's not Mm -hmm. even that bad. Uh, And then um, once you beat him, he gives you the the Black... What's it called? The Dark Stone or the Light Stone? Light Stone, yeah. And tells you to go to Dragon Spiral Tower to unlock the true power of Zekrom and Reshiram. Yeah, he decides that you're the better trainer to be able to like free more Pokemon, which is what he's doing, and or something. Yep. So he's you uh, you get on the back of your flying device, or I don't know. Did you do the whole like Icarus, yeah. Icarus, nah. Icarus? Not interested. You, you can go over Tubeline Bridge. <laughs> you can go over Route Eight. You can go through the Moor of Icarus. You can go into Icarus City and then make your way up to uh, Dragon Spiral Tower. I would say the one thing you missed out on by not going through Icarus, is a final battle with the Shadow Triad. They attack you outside of oh, Icarus cool. City, and you can finally vanquish them once and for all. The first oh, one just does a, a regular battle. B-sharps and shit. Yeah. The second one does a triple battle, and the third one does a rotation battle. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It was cool, and they were they were not that hard, but, you know, whatever. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I read, too, that apparently after you catch his dragon... N will appear near the Ferris wheel in Nabasa every Friday. 
Yeah. And you can uh you can do rematches with him once you've gotten um once you've taken a ride on the Ferris wheel, presumably kissed. With your well, I, second I, date I with that with that gentleman who oh, I went yeah. on that date with. Yeah, I mean you go on the Ferris to wheel base. to kiss. Like oh, that's yeah. That's I go into the Ferris wheel for it, a lot what, more than What kissing. happens on the Nimbasa Ferris wheel stays on the Nimbasa Ferris wheel. And then after you take that ride, take yeah. a ride with him, then uh and catch Kairuim. Kairuim. Never going to say that right either. You can fight him in the castle once per month. Once per month and the ch- team will change based on the season. That's okay. cool. I'm never going to do once that. Once per but... month. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> in there. Yeah. Oh, I got to into the my... depths. Cancel my meetings. I have to go fight N. Yeah, it's my monthly Clear my battle. schedule. Yeah. Uh, so we go to Dragon Spiral Tower. You you battle your way to the top of the tower, and sure enough, you can drop down the uh, the the dark stone or the light stone, and out pops Reshiram or Zekrom. And here is your chance finally to battle them. How did it go for you? This Joshua is where I wasted my master ball. Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, well, it's, mine was more of a waste than this. It's Zekrom. Like, obviously, I'm going to want this thing and I'm going to need to use a Master Ball to get it. Here's what I didn't realize I also need to catch Kyrim, <laughs> essentially, <laughs> oh, like yeah. in the next part. <laughs> so I, I just threw a Master Ball at it and caught Zekrom, no problem. Did you catch Reshiram? I didn't even bother. Oh, you didn't even go up there? <laughs> didn't even bother going there. Nah. Well, Look, I, Josh, I got a Reshiram, man. I got it in white. What? I'm not doing all this again. N shows up and he says, Kyurem has been sighted in, in Giant Chasm. Go check it out. So you fly to Giant Chasm, obviously, because you want to check out this Kyurem. You go yeah. back to the, bat, the, the cave where you fought Zinzalit, or Getsis and uh, Kyurem the first time. And sure enough, Kyurem's just waiting there for you. He's hanging out. Maybe one of the most difficult catches I've ever done in my life. I feel like it took hours, and I feel like it took years off my life. How I, did you do it? It was real touch and go. I got him down to... I, I did a huge hit on him, which brought him down into the red. I don't even remember who did it. Um, probably Arcanine at that point. And then had to wheedle him down to one HP, and then used Rotter, the tan growth, to put him to sleep. Oh, yeah. You have sleep pattern. And then just um, kept hucking Ultra Balls at him and Dusk Balls. Uh, and he kept popping out and then would wake up like two turns later and almost always kill Tangrowth. So then I'd have to revive Tangrowth, heal Tangrowth, bring Tangrowth back in, drop another Sleep Powder, Jeez, try the whole God. process over again. It took forever. And I, I like ran out of revives at one point And like, eventually I did manage to get Kyurem into a Ultra Ball. And he leaves behind on the ground the DNA splicer that Getsis had taken from us at one point. The What's shadows. the point of having that now? We've never explained it. So don't explain it. Don't explain it to me. You'll see why it's important when we battle later. Okay. But you do want the DNA Oh, you splicer. fuse them. You fuse Kyurem with either sure. Zekrom or Reshiram to make white Kyurem or black Kyurem. Okay. The yeah, ultra that's strong. It's going to be a fucking nightmare. I mean, it's just like, Pokemon. why are we battling? You know? Yeah. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I didn't say I had them, or I didn't say I, I'm going to use them. But mm. yeah, you can use the DNA splicer to reincorporate the two of those Pokemon. Let me just quickly look up the stats on that one. <laughs> They're good. So then you uh, 
we're kind of back in the old part, the like very intro part of the Unova region from the first game. We head back to Castilia City and we go over the Sky Arrow Bridge and find ourselves in the Pinwheel Forest. Uh, you don't make it very far into the Pinwheel Forest before, what's his name? Charon. Charon. It's yeah. like, I think there's Team Rocket grunts in here or Team Plasma grunts in here. Will you go in with me and, and root them out? Uh, I'll heal you the entire time. So it's a great place to do some training. Uh, yeah, although I will say, we've, we've touched on this before, but this is outrageous, Pinwheel Forest. It's a bunch of pinheads, I guess, obviously. Yeah. But I'm the fucking champion. Yeah. Why the hell am I being bothered with fighting some preschooler named Jojo who has a level 60 whooper and a level 60 temple? That's outrageous. It's a confusing area. It's all toddlers, youngsters, and lasses. And the shorts guy. for all of the rangers, too, and the veterans. So Yeah, and there are a couple of very spicy veterans. But very difficult battles. None of these people should be hanging out together. No, go home. Don't you guys have families? Well, there is a daycare here, uh, like a chi- child's daycare. Well, it's not a very good one because a bunch of preschoolers are just wandering around in the forest with a bunch of yeah, veterans catching, who you who say gave you pokeballs are perverts with their trench coats. So yeah, they are perverts. <laughs> so this setup is weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you go through it and you get a little throwback to um, you find out that Sharon's trying to track down. He believes there are remnants of Team Plasma in here, and you go all the and way back is. to uh, the little grove that you encountered in black and white and you meet which one is it gorm <laughs> yeah gorm <laughs> yeah and gorm comes out of the woods and he's like boo <laughs> yeah you think <laughs> it's gonna be fuck? you think it's gonna be a confrontation but then he just sort of does some like soul searching and he's like uh he never quite like disavows his former life as like a seven sage. No, he's like chaotic neutral. Yeah, but he's like definitely having like some second thoughts now. And he just sort of like, he's a little reflective, you know? Yeah, he reflects and he's like, I'm just reflecting. So you'll let me, so I'll see you later. And, and then he and walks away. Once again, nobody ever gets arrested <laughs> or anything. I feel like they are tying up a lot of loose ends. There's a lot of closure, you know? Like, yeah, we've seen a number of the seven sages as well. Yeah, I don't, the seven sages keep coming out. We definitely skipped, I skipped a number of things, but I don't know that we actually encounter all seven of them again, but it seems like, you know, you get the majority of them at some point. So we're now we're done with Pinwheel Forest and we're on our way to Nacreen City, uh, the tiny, tiny little town that was like the third town in the in the first game. Um, Nacreen City has the Nacreen Museum. And Joshua, had you had the foresight to go visit the Cave of Being on Route 20, as you're walking into the Nacreen Museum, you get a little message that says, you feel the presence of a powerful Pokemon. Do you want to investigate? And you click oh, yes. Really? And Uxy comes screaming down from the heavens to to battle you. In the museum? Destroying just all out the front, priceless... Just out front. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. She, she's polite. You know, she's not going to, like, cause a scene <laughs> in the museum. Once again, I spent about, I think, probably 20 minutes trying to catch this thing, and then in the process of trying to throw an Ultra Ball at it for maybe the thousandth time, um, I accidentally hit run and left the battle. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) And and I don't know where it is or what happens to it when you do that, (laughs) but I I never saw it again. I presume 
I've grouped all of them into the category of like, I think they reset every time you defeat the Elite Four, but I don't know that that's true. Oh, okay. I just know the pre-Elite Four ones would reset after that. So I presume it's the same, but who who the hell knows? Um, you can go into the museum and have any, well, first of all, you can get a fossil. They'll give you the the um, Tortuga cover or, or the Archon. Loom. Yeah. Uh, I did or, cover just because I have, you know, Archaeops. In oh, I did. I did plume because I think Archaeops and Arjun are just such little sweeties. Well, yeah. Yeah. Obviously. You can also like did, and if you got any other fossils on your adventures, you can, you can uh, unlock them here and turn them into Pokemon. Yeah. I forgot. I have the root fossil. I don't even remember when I got that, which I think is, uh, I don't even remember the hell the name of that one is that you you said is ugly. This town also has like a interior designer called Loblolly. Loblolly's Loblog. <laughs> Loblolly's Loblogly. Uh, <laughs> who will sell you furniture for your house. Dream world. Which exists thing, in the dream world. We <laughs> can't do. I, I'm sure there's a way of hacking it, but it's based on like the Wi Fi connection yeah. with random people thing. Uh, we also keep like when we beat Alder earlier, it unlocks some packs. And when you like catch certain Pokemon, it unlocks some packs. So like like theme packs for your, your dream house. But. I don't have a dream house, so I didn't bother with Loblolly. No. Um, this is an HD TV. None of us have our dream house. No. Shoot down Route 3, stop by the daycare and get your Tepig out from the first game that's still sitting in there. <laughs> and then head to Wellspring Cave. I did do this, yes. You did Wellspring Cave? I'm not sure I did, actually. No, I, I skipped it. I just was on Bulbapedia, and I saw that it had TM52 Focus Blast, which I desperately wanted, so I did it. There's nothing interesting. Yeah. You oh, know. I'm glad I skipped it then. It's like one basement. You fight like three or four trainers, and then you get a couple of TMs. Whatever. Striaton City has gotten a little bit of a facelift. The gym is closed, and in its place is the Striaton Restaurant. Yeah. Where Sillin... Chili and Cress have given up being bad gym leaders with ugly, disgusting little simi <laughs> monkeys, and they've decided to be restaurateurs. Yeah, and it's a sad story. <laughs> it's not that sad. Well, the they little have a successful scene? business. No, but they didn't want this. Oh, I know. Like but... when you when you first go there, only one of the brothers will interact with you in any meaningful way. And he'll open by saying like, this used to be a Pokemon gym, but a lot happened. <laughs> Ellipses. I'm like, Jesus, God, I mean, whoa, you, were you canceled? And then he's like, no, no, no. And then it does this flashback to like a classroom where the three of them, their triplets are trying to learn more about like how to be better Pokemon trainers because their gym is like trash. Everyone yeah. thinks they suck. They're yeah, a joke. Me too. I think that too. Yeah, and they they did. I recall this. Yeah. Uh, and then like as they're like talking about like you know their strategy or whatever, they're like you know we together we're great, but yeah. can we all be can we be good individually? And then the shadow triad drops in, and they're like, oh yeah, we heard you all are a joke, and we're trying to wipe out all the gym leaders because we're trying to take this over for Team Plasma. Ever heard of it? And they're like, we never heard of it, but we'll take you down. Yeah, and go then... Simi Sage. <laughs> yeah. And then they send out, they even send out the sexy Simi poor, and that has no effect yeah. on the Shadow Triad. And they mop the floor with these three. Yeah. And they're like, oh, just as we thought. 
Well, You're I'm off the floor with them too because you can battle them once a day and they're very easy and they still yeah. have That's why they gave up being gym leaders and dumb, they ugly decided Pokemon. to focus on whatever their restaurant is. But uh, yeah, this was a joke. You can go and team up with one and then mop the floor with every everyone. Yep. The other notable landmark here is the Dream Yard. If you walk around town a little bit, you'll hear some stirrings about sightings of powerful Pokemon in the area. Um, and then when you walk into the Dream Yard, did you go into the Dream Yard? Nah. Nah, I didn't think so. When you walk into the Dream Yard, <laughs> sure enough, zooming over your head comes Latios, or I bet in your game, Latias. Oh, the sweeties, yeah. Um, and then if you keep walking around the Dream Yard, they keep coming and like sort of sniffing at you and then flying away. And eventually you make your way to the top of the Dream Yard building, that like ruined building. And in my game, Latios came down and attacked me. And you have the opportunity to catch it. I like Latios' sprite. It's like sort of like confident. Yeah. It's like flying around, but it's confident. <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like it's raring up for a fight. He also drops yeah, exactly. the Soul Dew, um, which if you give to either Latios or Latios makes them even stronger. Oh, raises either dragon's special stats by 50%. Oh, great. And that's not a one-time thing that's No, permanent. It's, it's permanent, yeah. Oh, great. And okay. they just hand it to you. They just drop it mm. on the ground. Good. So you just okay. pick it up and give it to them. Nice. If you decide to run one, you know, if you're, like, trying very hard to build an all-legendaries team to take on your co-host and just absolutely wipe the floor with him, yeah. and you're just trying to catch as many legendaries as you can, um, you could give Latios the soul dude. Uh, to hold on to yeah well yeah i mean i didn't do that i i'm a co-host i didn't do that no 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 but one could uh route two pretty you just breeze down you got to get to accumula town accumula accumula um i didn't do anything in accumula town did you no you can do some trading like there's a few different trades you can do um or like you know showing pokemon to various people and they'll give you things or trade you Pokemon, um, but I couldn't be bothered. So I breeze down through Route 1. We're back at the very beginning of the game. And the only reason I came down here, Joshua, was to hop on the back of Ducklet and surf west to Route 17, which is another big water route. Um, It's got the like rapids that kind of catch you and carry you, and you kind of got to be careful about how you're going through the maze. It's like a Team Rocket headquarter. Kind yeah, I love this area actually in white, and it's the same. And then you keep going west, and you make your way to Route 18, uh, which you know is just a big island in the middle of the ocean, and you can work your way to the top, uh, battling all the um, trainers in the area. And standing on the cliffside, like staring out at the ocean, is Crasher Wake, who also oh, gives yeah, yeah. this like weird speech where he like does this poem about being Crasher Wake. <laughs> And then just like jumps into the water and <laughs> swims away, I assume. To hopefully go and smooch Marlin. I would like to oh, see yeah. that. You think they like get, go underwater and kiss? Isn't that what Luca's about? I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's the gist of Luca. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only other thing up here is the Magna Stone, which you'll want to collect if you want to go and get Heatran out of Reversal Mountain if you're doing like something like building an all legendaries team to take yeah, on your uh, I'm not. Clothes. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not you saying could. I am. You I'm not could. saying I am. I'm just saying Anyone like, could one could. If they yeah. have a co-host, I'm not. Um, you can also go and find the Plasma Frigate, which is still kicking around. It's on an island north of Route 17, 
Um, and if you go and find it, Colress is there with most of the same Pokemon as before, except they're all pretty high level, 72. And he does have that delightful little washing machine Rotom on his team, too. <laughs> what a little cutie. It, I, it is really a cutie. Look at him hop around. What a dummy. I like it. And then finally, Joshua, we're in Nuvema Town. Oh, yeah. The original town where the hero from the first game uh, and Charon and Bianca and Juniper all live. Um, you can go visit the first antagonist's mom if you want. Yeah, She'll heal and you. you can visit the... Uh, oh, yeah, the, well, protagonist. Protagonist? Protagonist. Joshua is a protagonist. Yeah, okay. protagonist. Yeah, she's like, oh, uh, yeah, my kid's out looking for his friend. Yeah. And, oh, I don't know anything about that guy. You can also go and get your, your uh, Pokedex rated, but I didn't do that. I do want to comment on one thing here, though, with yeah. the Juniper Pokemon Lab. So Cedric's here, and he gives you the super that super rod. Yeah, yeah. And Juniper, the younger, is here. And she'll evaluate the Pokedex. And I was looking at this page when we were setting up the notes for this. And so, like, if you encounter all 297 Pokemon in the Unova Pokedex, that's how you get to the Nature Preserve, which we already talked about. You catch them. You can get the Oval Charm, which increases the chance of finding eggs at the daycare. And if you catch the 636 Pokemon of the National Pokedex at the, you know, at the time, it's all of them. You get the shiny charm, which increases the likelihood of encountering a shiny Pokemon, of course. Oh. The list excludes Mew, Celebi, Jirachi, Deoxys, Fion, Manaphy, Darkrai, Shaman, Arceus, Victini, Keldeo, Genesect, and Meloda. Mel- Meletta? Meletta? Who's that? Meletta? That which the- I've never heard of. And I encourage you- You're just making Tanner, a Pokemon I- now? I put a link into the notes. I encourage you to just click on it. Check out this mod. I've never heard of this fucking thing. Meloda? Meloda. Meloda. I've never heard of it either. It's it's a sexy... It's a sexy Pokemon version of a music sheet. Yeah. It's a little music (laughs) note sheet, and it's um, sexy. (laughs) They've made it sexy. And what do we think about this? I don't I, like it. I don't like it at all. I don't think we needed to go into it's this like direction. It's like uncanny It's value. an event Pokemon. And I just don't really know why we needed to go here. You know what? I think most of the <laughs> legendary Pokemon are just so stupid looking. That's part of my problem. Aside from that, it's obviously they're so good that it's like, you know, what are we doing here? Most of them look stupid. Like, like I just just see looking the hair at Melata, on this one is just a long like music sheet. Yeah, it's so stupid. What? And then looking at the top here, so like on all of every Bulbapedia page, you see the Pokemon you're thinking about, but then they also have this little section at the very top where you can see like the previous Pokemon, like Melata is number six forty eight, and the previous one is six forty seven, and you get a little sprite picture of it, and it's Keldeo. Caldeo yeah. also just looks so stupid. Oh, the My Little Pony. It looks yeah. like a My Little Pony. And then the 649, the one after her, is Genesect, which is one of the most heinous Pokemon I've ever seen. Oh, I think... No, no, no. I think Genesect is a cool... It looks design. like a Transformer. It looks like a car with well, a gun all, on it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the main problem with the later legendaries is that they all end up looking like some other take on, like, some other like pop culture thing uh, apparently other than melota music i guess (laughs) we love music and pop culture but genesect i think at least is like 
I, I don't know. I think Genesect's cool looking, but just cleaning up some loose ends. Obviously, neither of us could go to Nature Preserve. Neither of us had the chance to catch that shiny black Haxorus. If you wanted God, to, you that. could go to Reversal Mountain now and catch Heatran uh, because you have that magma stone. But it's really your call. You don't have to. I didn't. Nope. I got, I got a life to live. Yeah. And then the very last thing is going and taking on the Elite Four once again for round two. Yes. And they're yes. much more difficult now. Uh, do they have new Pokemon? I think so. I mean, they all have different, at least one or two different Mon, and I think they mostly just added more. Like, they didn't, they all had, like, four Mon other than the champion. Yeah, now they all and have now they six. all have six. Yeah, and they're all level 72 to 74, which is a spicy a meatball. <laughs> yeah. Before we take them on, do we want to talk about our teams? In level check. Um, I always go first now. Now it's your turn to go first. Okay. Oh, I was just... I think we, we overcorrected. Sort of hear about what you were talking about with... A For a while, time. as the main host of the show, I was always throwing to you. And we realized, we picked host. up on that, and we're like, oh, I, Tanner should go first sometimes. And then I've been going first for like There's the last There's no main like host, it's co-host. <laughs> so now it's your turn. All right, we got Mr. Wright's Divine Inheritors for the last time. Yeah. Harold the First, Dugong, level 72. <laughs> Griffin, Flygon, level 74. I'm going to withhold. I'm going to withhold commentary, I'm going to withhold judgment. Something I'm working Love. on with my therapist, Josh. Withholding judgment, you know? Yeah. Walking the middle path. Not saying pathetic all the time. Yep. Yep. Hadrian, Chandelure, level 74. Elizabeth, the first. Sazbuck, level 72. What was that? Sorry. Were you sneezing? I was, yeah, I was sneezing. Yeah, allergies. I know the, the weather, you know, it's just started kind of converting into spring. So I had some allergies today as well. Yeah. Alagabalus, Kobalian. Level 72. Charles II, Reuniclus, which I can say very poetically, I think, now, finally. Level 72. Good job, Josh. I can tell you put so much effort into those. Whatever you have to say, I did put in a lot of effort. I know. Because that's a lot of levels. I know. And I like this team, and it's not a team that I ever thought I would end up with. And there are a couple Mon I wouldn't run again, but there are a couple, like Sazbuck and Chandelure, for example, I'm very impressed with these Mon. Yeah, I, I think it's a beautiful little team you've built yourself there. And you got them so the high, the levels. Good job, man. And what the hell kind of, like, hellish hounds have you assembled? Slanesh, the Dark Prince of Pleasure, claws their way up from the hell realms and calls upon their dark army to finally smash Mr. Right once and for all. A shadow coats the earth as the sky opens up and inky blackness flows out. And out of the inky sea above us comes Latios. Sky oh blaze. Oh my god. Level 72. The inky black from the skies drip down to the oceans and they start to boil with hatred. And out from the dark murky waters comes Frost Dread. Black Kyurim, level 75. God, I mean... <laughs> Which I looked up has 700 base stats overall. So. Reversal Mountain, the biggest mountain of the all of the Unova region, cracks in sunder as Maul 
Cobalion comes erupting out of it in a splash of hot magma. And from the heat left behind comes bubbling a sinister metallic monster. Soul Seer Heatran, level 73. But what's that, Josh? A dissonant song on the wind? A, a promise of hope on the horizon? A healing force, a force of good and all this darkness? No, it's Night Hell! Cresselia, level 72. I don't want to interrupt your script. And Bucky, Washing Machine Road Tom, level 73. (laughs) I was mostly just a throwback to King's Lock. I was mostly just waterfalling some beer for that whole thing because I'm (laughs) fucked. Yeah, uh, the Elite Four, Josh and I are going to battle. He tried to wiggle out of it. He tried to wriggle out, but I was like, no, it's happening. Well, I had committed earlier because you were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to also be in the range of, like, level 72 to and 74. I was. I'm like, great. Until I took on the Elite Four again. It's just like, first of all, I- I'm going to say two things. You have a young son. Yeah, I ignored him all afternoon. <laughs> My parents <laughs> no. are in town. <laughs> so I was free to literally sit on the couch from 2 p.m. till 8 p.m. when Josh great. and I had started recording. Or 9 so. p.m. I've got Don to thank for this one. So the other thing I'll say is that... My mom's name is not Donda. It's Dawn. I, I know it Donda. sounded like Josh said Donda and that I have the same... My mom has the same name as Kanye West. Mom, that's not the case. Her name is just Dawn. Yeah, and you're not nearly messed up about it. So. No. Well, now I lost my train of thought. The, oh, no, the other thing I was going to say is that it, it makes it seem like you did a bunch of like work to raise them to these levels but most of them come at level like 70 <laughs> yeah. or 65 or whatever yeah, but you did hard. have to do i will give you a reluctant very very reluctant respete for going out and doing all the extra shit to catch these mon and i'll give you that boss ass team that i'm really bad yeah. with because but i'm I really struggled. i'm gonna get crushed I, I, but all of them have better stats than mine i have a kobolian as well but mine is three levels lower than yours yeah. so and then the rest of mine are just whatever mon, you know? Did you also feed it all the vitamins you could afford? Uh, no. Oh, I did. Um, the Elite Four, much more challenging <laughs> Plus, this do time. they have Pokerus on top of it? Oh, yeah, they all have Pokerus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The Elite Four, much more challenging this time. 70s and 74s across the board, and everyone has six Pokemon. Uh, Chantal wasn't too much trouble for my team, uh, nor was... Grinsley? Marshall. But Caitlyn and Grimsley, man, uh, here's the problem with all these fucking legendaries is like half of them are dual type and the second type is psychic. Right. So when you go in to fight Grimsley, the dark type, or um, or uh, C- Caitlyn, the psychic type, uh, they just kind of rock your rock your butt a little bit. Yeah. I, I struggled. Use a lot of revives. I struggled for similar reasons. I actually... Couldn't believe that I pulled it off in just one round. Yeah. Because I was closer to the levels in my first bout, and I lost once. And this time, I did clear it on the first try, Um, even though, like, I ran into issues, like, immediately. Like, first time, co-bleep Gregis, uh, I killed him (laughs) in in one hit. (laughs) Still one hit KO Shadow Ball from Chandelure, but... Uh, Golurk, which was a one-hit KO from Shadow Ball previously, 
survived with like a sliver of health call, and then like it did meme. a shadow punch it's like call the ambulance but not for me and yeah then he shadow punches you and then it uh one hit KO'd my chandelure and then i was just flailing from there like so even chantal like caused me problems yeah they're they're pretty I, hard i pulled it off um well and we haven't even talked about iris yet yeah, who's I mean, very hard. All her Pokemon are level seventy six, except for Haxorus, who's level seventy eight. Luckily, the other nice part about all these legendary Pokemon is they're all dragon type, or a lot of them are dragon type too. So I had a leg up there at the very. I least. felt like Iris for you couldn't have been as much of a problem. No, no, no. She wasn't. She wasn't that hard. Um, like all the dragon types were easy with my dragon types. Agron was easy with Heatran because he's steel. Agron uh, is the easiest, I think, of hers. Archeops was easy because I have Bucky, and he's got electric moves. So they they weren't too hard at all. Yeah, I remember struggling with... Um, I guess it was, it was mostly still Marshall for me for some... I just... I don't have a great setup for Marshall because I have Cobalion, but, you know, they can use fighting, and then it's just going to be, like, effective. But yeah. then most of Marshall's Pokemon will use uh, Earthquake or fucking yeah, whatever. Yeah, Earthquake it's super effective. Yeah, those those suck. And then, and like, then every I'm now and then they'll just have a move you don't expect. Or, like, a move hits so much harder than you expect it to, like high jump kick or fucking U-turn. Why is U-turn hitting so hard in this Elite Four fight? And I'm, I'm so upset in this game where one thing I'll complain about is that U-turn is only a TM you can get from doing Pokemon World Tournament and having like a bunch of BP, because I love U-turn, and so many Pokemon in the late game end up having it, and we just end up with nothing. I guess we have Volt Switch, but um, one of the things I'll say, I already said last time, this is the first game in a long time where I haven't had my starter in my final team, but this is the... Arguably, first time I haven't had an electric Pokemon. Yeah, that's surprising because you love electric because they're it's so probably fast. my favorite. Yeah, but I was sort of hamstrung by Magnezone having an awful nature, and um, it's still it's worked out because I've managed ways around it by having like Dugong with ice moves and like right, right. Sawsbuck with grass. But like I miss it. Uh, but as a result of that, like Volt Switch isn't an option for me. So yeah. anyway. Um, yeah, I uh, uh, I would say Iris was basically the same for me. It was still like Flygon sacrificed himself against Haxorus. Uh, she had already used her full restore on Hydreigon for some reason when I was running like Dugong against it. So huh. she didn't use a full restore on Haxorus. That's weird. So after she killed my Flygon with Outrage, I then just brought in, I think... I don't even remember. Like somebody just came in to mop it up. I think it was uh Cobalion with like Stone Edge or whatever. Yeah. Gotta hate Stone Edge. I got I it do have so Stone much Edge. harder than it deserves to. But a few of them, yeah. Now that we can just teach TMs to Pokemon my freely because we're not on King's Lock, my team has improved, but I it's not gonna be good enough. I oh, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm really bad with this team. I don't quite have the the synergy down yet. Well, do you have any other comments or do we just here's my match them together here's my comment i'll say one quick thing about this game i think it's great i thought this game was so much fun and oh 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 comments about the game yeah let's do it i i the black and white disappointed me so much and i know all of you hated that and i'm so sorry and i didn't mean to be as negative as i was during that season but i didn't like that game i love this game this game was a blast 
Is it my favorite Pokemon game? No, but I just had so much fun. It had so many like fun features. It felt so modern. And I think part of that was King's Lock. And I, I also really liked King's Lock. I know it was a lot uh, frustrating for a lot of you just like hearing these rules being litigated over and over again. And it was frustrating for me at times because it was just like so difficult and so monotonous and so time consuming. But man, is it fun. It like makes these games just feel so fresh and weird and like new. Like you feel like you're playing a, a Pokemon game for the first time. So if you're like a real yeah. like Pokemaniac who's been through all these games a million times and you're like so sick of them, I suggest you try out a King's Lock run because it's going to make you like, it's going to feel like a new Pokemon experience for you. It did for me. I would largely say the same thing on both points. I definitely thought this was a vast improvement over black and white. I thought the characters were more fleshed out. The world was more fleshed out. Uh, there was more general like nuance to all of the, like the connections between all the cities. Having the mix of non-Unova Pokemon involved yeah. was definitely so nice. Good. Yeah. I get what they were trying to do with black and white by not doing that, but I, I do still just prefer having the general mix. Yeah. And yeah, I enjoyed this. I would also say with King's Lock, I actually think I probably enjoyed it more than Nuzlocke. And for saying that, I specifically mean that, as I've said, I get attached to Pokemon. So I yeah. like the idea that I can. And as you've seen with my team here, I've ended up with a couple of, Pokemon that have been around for a good amount of time. So I like the ability of having like the chance of being able to have these characters around for a long time rather than like, you know, you can make it to level 50 and then it's suddenly it's been with you the whole time and then it dies and then it's out permanently. Yeah. 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 Um, and then also uh, the other thing about King's Lock that I think we can't convey with the show format is that if we were playing leisurely, I think oh, it, yeah. would it would be very good because yeah, yeah, yeah. there were there hangups that we run into with this format where you, obviously we're playing week by week, gym by gym. So if I'm trying to play in bed, which is a frequent thing where it's like I got to be able to play at night sometimes. Yeah. But then I have to bring a deck of cards. So it adds this extra thing where like it's a it's an encumbrance. But if you're playing at your own pace I think King's Lock is is a very good way of actually playing this. It yeah. makes it very interesting. I would love to do an even earlier game, King's Lock style, uh, oh, to, to really switch it up. Um, it requires so many mechanics that the earliest games don't even have, though, like natures. Yeah, that's true. But there, there are modifications, and I believe Pokemonical Chris has told us that he's going to make uh, another, um, like a third version that's kind of based on this experience. He has made it, and he's he sent us the beta. Oh, we gotta, oh, we gotta comment on that. Okay, yeah. So it's on us to test it. Good, good game. I, good I game. think the modification is good with King's Lock as well. But I know that we've, uh, like, if you Google Pokemon Black and White and Two. Everyone is like, probably the worst version of Nuzlocke or any kind of lock. And uh, I see that now. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's so long. But, you know, good games. We both really enjoyed King's Lock. That being said, we're having a totally, totally vanilla season next season. Oh, no yeah. themes. Or we can Back theme basics, them. But baby. like, no, no restrictions. We're both just going to run the Pokemon we want next for X and Y. Um, yeah. But before we do that, we are going to play Pokemon Conquest. 
Yes. Um, and because we are both busy people who have full-time jobs in addition to this podcast, we're not going to rush through it. I know some of you also like sort of skip over the interstitials. Feel free to skip over it if you want. We're not going to rush through it. We're probably going to take a, uh, several weeks to do it. Um, I hear it's a great game if you like the kind of like tactics, yes. like a top-down tactics game, tactics RPGs. You'll probably love it. So pick it up and play along with us. This is an interstitial like Colosseum and Gale of Darkness that I have played before. I love Conquest, and we thought about, I think the mini-series, or rather like side games, sort of start thinning out from this generation forward. So we were kind of like, we got to do Conquest while we can, and I love it. But yeah, we will not be trying to cram in what we experienced in Ranger where we ended up basically doing like, like killing ourselves fucking 10 or 15 like hours a, a week. Yeah, we played a 40 hour game in like so weeks. we're gonna go ahead and probably we'll release a schedule this time so that everyone could like plan ahead but I believe we'll probably end up doing like five or six episodes about it so that we can have a good time and we want to prepare a, a few things including hopefully new merch for the X and Y launch. Yeah. So. Yep. Well, Joshua, we want to mash these boys together? No, we can just keep talking. Nah, let's go. Butt catchers, okay. I'm going to okay. go crush Josh, and then we'll be back to sort of debrief <laughs> afterwards. See you in a minute. Round one fight. Round only fight. Hachi Machi. That was a spicy battle. Two spicy battles in which... Who won? Who won, Tanner? I don't remember. Was it was it Mr. Right? I don't remember. It was a long time ago, okay? Was it remember. Mr. Right who was right about all of his Pokemon strategies, even the first round where we went with our normal levels that we've all talked about in level check, and then after I crushed you that time, we went crush. the second you round. Cr- you crushed. Okay. You crushed me. Oh, okay. It wasn't crushing. It wasn't crushing. It was very I think close. it was like... One or I had one or two left, and then second round because I had already declared this before we went into the first battle because I assumed I was getting crushed. But I was like, let's whatever happens, presuming I lose. Also, though, like let's do one battle after where we just level out the Pokemon all at level seventy-five. Yeah. So we did that, and then Mister um, Mister Wright. <sighs> Won that one also. It's your dang Any comments? Any chandelure. Comments? I have nothing I can do against your Who chandelure. you talked so much shit about. Yeah, it's ugly. It's cool, and it's great, and mine is really good. It's modest nature. It's, it's ugly like you are on the inside. Plus, plus butt catchers. I did say I didn't go to Shopping Mall 9 and like buy a bunch of more vitamins and stuff, but I did just <laughs> did have you spend, a bunch already. Hey, did you spend hours... Catching all the legendaries you could find today? No. And how did you find that use of your time? Worthwhile? No. Not really. Tanner, it's more about... Honest. It's just understanding the nuances of Pokemon and how they interact. And uh, The first game, I kept trying to do this move that doesn't work. I did it four times in a row. I tried to do... What's it called? Metal... Uh, metal... Burst? Metal Burst, yeah. So but we you have both to go have Cobalions and... I had specifically foregone teaching mine that. So I still yeah. had Iron Head, and Tanner kept trying to use Metal Burst against, like... I think it was Reuniclus, actually. Yeah, Reuniclus, that's right. And, Re- yeah, that's exactly right, because Reuniclus is so slow. And so he kept trying to use that against him, and then Reuniclus would just be like, okay, 
uh, well, I'm just going to go ahead and use Focus yeah. Blast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Psychic. Yeah. Um, so that failed three times in a row. And so that was the main cusp of the first battle. And then the second one was just more about like attrition. The second battle? The second battle was definitely attrition. It, it seemed like for a second that I might win, which would have been weird that I didn't win when I had higher levels and did when I didn't. Um, but your Chandelure, I just have, I have no counters. Yeah, the Chandelure ends up being having super effective moves against three, four. Three of mine. And four like four of your Pokemon. Plus, a couple of them literally can't do anything to you. Right. Or you're immune to like, you're Im- completely immune to Cobalion. Plus I have other Mon like Flygon who has Fire Punch and Outrage. Outrage was like, the cincher a number of times. Although you yeah. had that, but like like on the second round. I don't think I have anything with Outrage. I had just, uh, I did that because um who, the move tutor in like Striaton or something has green shards for Outrage. And I had just enough, it's 10. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do with this Flygon. Like you swapped in Latios when yeah. I was just starting to do outrage, yep, and then it was just one hit KO. Yeah, yeah. So that stunk. Oh, you also one hit KO'd my Black Caillou Rim with outrage. I think, right? Uh, I did the first time, and then the second time, Flygon was already dead, but I had um, Cobalion be able to do uh, two Sacred Swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. I was pretty surprised by that. That was kind of surprising. It makes Sacred Sword hits a little hard. Legendaries look maybe not so legendary. Well, it really depends who's behind the man behind the curtain, you know? Um, yeah. I'm sure someone else could have handled this team a lot better than I did. But well fought, Joshua. You won. Well You're fought. the victor once well again. Bug catchers, that was our season, season for Black 2 and White 2. B slash C, C, et cetera, or something. Yeah. We will be back next week with episode one of conquest please play along do rate and review the show anywhere that you rate and review shows uh and do follow us on twitter and instagram at exp share pod and check us out on reddit reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers where we will eminently be able to announce who oh, the yeah. trainers of the week winners <laughs> oh, are you better come and... right you see our teams yeah oh my god <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You already know what we're working with. <laughs> so uh, good luck. Good. Luck. I don't even know who's better to have to face up to, but you will face us, and we will recount the battle <laughs> on an upcoming episode of either yep. the uh, Conquest miniseries or X and Y, probably Conquest. Yeah. And check out the merch, expsharemerch.com. And Joshua. Tanner. It's been what? it's been a it's been a good journey. I'm glad that we are out of you. I'm glad we're done with it. <laughs> it's it was nice, but we spent a lot of time here in New York. Yep, sure did. Joshua, bug catchers. Good night. Smell you later. <laughs>